Welcome to the DJE Podcast, where you will learn about real estate investing from real life examples. Here's your host, Devin Elder. Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Our guest is Nick Honiger. He's the CEO of apartmenteducators.com. And we had a really good conversation around his background and how he became the CEO of Apartment Educators and what is happening within that community around people getting educated, getting networked, going out and doing deals. And then we talk a lot about the future of Apartment Educators as well. Uh, more cities, more expansion, more training, more of all the good stuff. So I think you're going to enjoy the uh, conversation there with Nick. Before we dive into that, if you are not on the DJE investor list and you'd like to see our projects that we put out, you can join our investor list at djetexas.com. Set up a call with a team. We could send you case studies, get you any information you need so that you're prepared for the next deal that we launch there. All right, let's jump into the interview today with Nick. Here we go. Nick, welcome. Good to see you. How are you, man? No, excited, man. Excited to be here. Doing well. It's yeah. Fun day in San Antonio. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One of the last days, uh, probably here at this studio. We're moving offices here in the next couple of days, weeks. So, um, one of the final episodes here. So glad to have you for that. I'm excited to you know be in the new space, but excited to know hey, you could take the final slot in the old studio. Yeah. Could, uh, you know, looking back, memory for sure. For sure. For sure. So um, let's just kind of dive into to your story and, and just cut to kind of get to the punchline. Yeah. You're the CEO, newly minted CEO of Apartment Educators. Awesome. A lot of folks already know you, but a lot of folks listening uh, don't. So maybe let's just kind of dive into your in your backstory, how you ended up here. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you the longer story. All uh, right, cool. So you like know, it. way back in the day, you know, got my, you know, cut my teeth in, in tech and IT. So my one of my first ever jobs, I was like fourteen. I've, I've rolled up to a, a repair shop and opened the door and just said, "Hey, man, uh, I can do all the stuff you do at your store. Can I just hang out for the summer? Because I wanted something to do." Nice. Uh, and then you know, by the end of the day, you know, I'm getting paid probably under the table or something. He's just like, "Hey, we're excited to have you here fixing stuff." So it just gave me this, you know, hustle mentality. Um, yeah. Where was this? So San Antonio. Right. Okay. I mean, uh, Tampa, Florida, actually. Okay. So, okay. So Tampa, Florida. Grew up there. Uh, had a lot of fun, kind of fixing stuff. Always been a tinkerer. So, okay. So I was dead set on, man, I'm going to go to school, computer science, you know, be a developer. Like, that's my pathway. Yep. Uh, and then wound up in San Antonio, Texas at Trinity University for school. Started my first company called Capster when I was 18. So cool. we essentially did Uber Pool. Uh, back in the day, there was no Uber Pool, though. But we wrote a, a Facebook application just to date how old this was a little bit that essentially allowed you to say, hey, I'm going to the mall, you know, opt in, you know, our tagline was sharing rides, saving money. So that was my first four way nice. into the startup space. We raised like 30 grand. Um, nice. Got, you know, blew up all over, all over Texas and San Antonio, kind of had an exclusive deal with Yellow Cab. And we're like, all right, we're ready to go take this thing come all over the place. And the CEO flies down. We're like, great buyout meeting. Here we go. You know, I'm, with Yellow Cab. Yeah. Right. I'm 18 yeah. freaking out. Right. This is going to be like changing my life kind of day. And uh, <laughs> he just, you know, comes in. Cease and desist sues us, turns off the application. And I was like, oh, man. So, so it was, I don't know, it changed my life forever. It's one of my favorite failures because I was like, oh, we built this crazy, powerful solution that required a customer buy-in and built it for one customer. And if they said no, we're like, oh, no, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So I became obsessed right. with customer stories and storytelling and, you know, you know, how do we kind of pitch this to multiple people? So I totally shifted gears, you know, dropped computer science completely, went into marketing, kind of wound up shifting my degree. I was actually the first ever entrepreneurship minor 
out of Trinity University. Nice. Um, and then I was like, man, I you know got to graduate on time, get my business degree, switched everything around. Uh, and then as I graduated, I helped you know launch a nonprofit with my professor. Uh, so she quit. I graduated, uh, and now we launched a you know a nonprofit called Venture Lab, which I'm still on the board of. That did entrepreneurship education Very for cool. kiddos, right? And the main yeah. purpose was, you know, there's a there's a big kind of education gap in terms of showing students, hey, you can actually start your own thing, right? There were, you know, not that you know formal education is bad or anything like that, but it's, sure. it's typically like here's your track, right? You're going to be an engineer, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you go do this thing, you work for some other guy, nine to five, and that's you know that's life. Right. And it turns out one of the main factors of whether or not, you know, you're going to be an entrepreneur when you grow up isn't, you know, your usual suspects of like, you know, age, money, sex, race, whatever. It's just, did you know this was an option? Wow. Did you know you can go out and say, hey, you know what? I don't want to work for anybody. I'm just going to go do my own thing. So yep. I was like, man, that's just really resonated with me. We're like, man, that's like, that's what I'm going to go inspire people to do. Um, and then four years later, right after teaching that so many times, I was like, man, I really want to get out of the nonprofit space. It's just, it's a little slow for me. I still love it, still on the board, yeah, but but left to go back into the tech world yeah, at a company called Scaleworks here in San Antonio. Yep. They're like an $80 million B2B SaaS, uh, which is kind of a fancy way of saying software as a service for business companies. So think you're anything you have a subscription for, you know, that's kind of like that kind of mantra. Uh, so I worked at a company called Assembla. Um, it was supposed to be like a five-year hold play and then we sell it. We ended up being there. I was leading the marketing team for about two years. And then it exited, you know, super fast uh, right. to, a, to a company that was doing kind of a roll-up play. Right. Uh, so I was like, man, I don't you know, what do I do now, right? So then I ended up going back to the fund. They started a company called Soilworks. I went on and, and led another technical company there called Pasture Map. Got us through a merger, you know, grew the company by 6X. Awesome. Um, and it was, it was in a good spot, but I was like, man, it's just, it got a little boring. Like, I'm a, you know, I'm an exciting guy. I like to build stuff. So we got to yep. a point where the team's really stable. You know, my team's all in Europe. It's all just like, you know, I'm essentially waking up early managing my team who's kind of run themselves and I just kind of, you know, sit and wait, which is, you know, which is great, but it's just not my cup of tea. And I've sure. you know, started helping you guys, you know, apartment educators on the side from a marketing play, like, hey, I think we could, you know, there's a story here, right? And, it's right. That, and again, it kind of brought me back to my, hey, if you just tote, you know, show people there's a way other than what's been taught, right? Hey, aside from your W2, there's this really cool pathway to financial freedom and something other than your traditional nine to five. And I was like, oh man, it's like, that's what I want to be teaching again. And I really saw that light through apartment educators. I'm like, you know, I think I was there for what, four months or so of consulting and suddenly like events, double in attendance. We're starting to see some traction. There. Oh yeah. There yeah. was apparently some low hanging fruit. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> Not it, to take away from the hard work. No, but, but, it, but it's just totally true, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing what you can do. I think something just when it gets a little more like focused, right? A little more yes. love, you know, a little TLC. Yeah. Um, and then I got the opportunity to come here full time and it has been a wild two months, but you know, definitely made the right spot, you know, but you know, that's, that's the long way how I got here. So I've always been in startups, you know, cut my teeth a lot in tech and tech investing. Um, but oddly enough, how a lot of folks I think end up in real estate is they find this, you know, classical W2 role, right? T typically tech, high paying, some high paying field. I mean, sure. I mean, there's gotta be another way to diversify because, you know, it's as great as it is to do like the eight to 10% slog in the stock market every year. Yeah. It's just, I mean, there's, there's better ways out there. Uh, but I yep. think this, it's just all about knowing and getting power through that knowledge of, of where you can stick it. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, I remember I was like in high school and there was like one little book in the library on entrepreneurship and it was a cast of very <laughs> sketchy yeah. outlook. Super, super like, scary. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah and and yeah. that was kind of it. And then fortunately I had my brother who was my older brother's always been an entrepreneur. Oh. And even when I was younger, I thought he was crazy. You it's know? that exposure therapy, man. Yeah. You, got, it's, you got to normalize your peer groups where like, this is an option. That's hundred percent sure. it, hundred percent it. And then, um, I, you know, I had a traditional career path and, and college and career and stuff like that. And, and, um, I didn't come to real estate, you know, I talk about this a lot until I was in my thirties. And I remember thinking distinctly, like, 
Wow, somebody would have just shown me this in know. high school. I had the playbook, right? You know, oh, and you it, too, was, right? it was literally like that simple. Like, this isn't that hard. No. I just needed somebody to show me this stuff. Uh, and so, and then that was in houses. And then now with apartments, kind of the same thing. And I think we see the light bulb go. That's kind of my enjoyment of being involved with apartment educators is seeing the light bulb go off for people. Not that it's easy, but it's doable. And it's a yes. roadmap that is not new yes. i mean you know commercial Tried real estate yeah. multifamily this is not we're not reinventing the wheel here we're always trying to optimize and run good businesses and stuff but just showing people how to connect the dots um and seeing them get super fired up about it is really cool and rewarding yeah. so and i think it's all about it's building that pathway to just visualizing okay your life can be like this if you do xyz right, right. and a lot of it you know half of it's education the other half is execution 100 percent. Right? and i think that's where you'll see you know folks get stuck where it's man i've you know, I read a lot of books. What do I do now? It's like, right. you know, send out that first LOI. Like, look for a house. Like, make that first step because right. that's what's going to start. You know, just start making those connections between. Okay, what do you think is possible? Then what can you do? Right. Yeah, and your peer group is. Um, there's no substitute for that. And if you're hanging out with people that are doing it, it uh, it's like osmosis or I don't know. The human being is a very social animal. We literally just copy right. what. The, our buddies doing yeah. right it's totally true man and i think you see that a lot with why like co-working spaces like exploded over the past couple of years and like all of these kind of meetup groups and you want to be around people that when you say hey i want to go buy you know i want 500 doors by the end of this year right and if everyone you tell that to says like, what are you talking about or like that's sure. impossible you're gonna be like oh it just becomes a thousand times harder than it already is right it's, it's right. not easy now so imagine if everybody you tell is just already just like a downer on that right. or you can say hey you know what i want to surround myself with people that say this is how I want, you know, great. Here's how, what I did, or here's how I would approach that. Or let's problem solve that together. Oh, can I like co GP a deal? Right. Like, that's who you want to surround yourself with. Cause it just makes it, it makes it possible. You got to visualize how it's going to work versus just get told that's impossible your entire time. Yeah, that's right. And there's so, you know, so many tools around learning and, and everything, but I, th one of the most powerful is seeing a guy or gal do it that, you know, and going, well, they're not that special. Yeah. I mean, they're smart and nice people, but like they don't have superpowers. They just, yeah. they're a little further down the road than I am. And, um, you know, we were on our mastermind call last night and we kind of go around and share some wins. And one of the uh, folks on the call is like, oh, got first deal under contract. And I mean, that is the coolest thing. Yeah. That is the coolest thing to see that um, unfolding. Yeah, it's that wow moment. And it's funny too, because I think back, so I used to work with Ruben Dominguez, one of the, the AE co-founders back at Assembla. Yep. Uh, and he's like, oh, you know, get another house today. Or I got to go like send out some letters and do that. He was doing all these real estate deals. And I was like, man, like, how are you doing this right. on the side? Like, what is happening? Like, what did I miss? Right. And it's like <laughs> right. in the world. I was like, man, we're like, I was like, I missed something because you're making it seem so, you know, I know what he's talking about. Right? I understand like, oh, it's passive cash flow. Like, here's how the investments work. Sure. Like, somewhere along the lines, I was like, I missed, you know, I missed one of the steps. Uh, so I was like, man, it, I got to reframe because it's clearly possible. It's not a binary world of, hey, I just have to be in tech and I'm going to walk my tech world and do my W, you know, do my 401k. Sure. It's like, oh, dude, I can, there's diversification everywhere. You know, you just right. have to learn like, who do you ask and how do you get started? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So, um, yeah, awesome to have that. And, you know, Ruben and I started apartment educators and I think got some really good traction, kind of ran into COVID got through that. And, um, now it's really cool to, to see the events and not only in San Antonio, but Houston and other yeah. cities, you know, go out and there's, I don't know what, a hundred people at the events. Yeah, more, no, we're, like. we're, you know, bringing the crowds now. And it's yeah. just, it's just nice to see the you know, folks I think are a, just craving social interactions, especially yes. after COVID. I was like, 100%. man, I, I cannot wait to like get back in the office and meet people. And I was just like, I'm definitely an extroverted guy. So I'm excited to have that back. And then two, yep. it's, I think a lot of folks realize, you know, you see like the mass resignations and people are quitting like never before. And it's like, man, I don't want to just 
grinded out with no end in sight, right? I'm willing to hustle, I'm willing to grind, but I want it to be for something I, you know, I care about, right? And I think real estate is, is that avenue for a lot of people where it's, man, if, right. I, if I put in the work or I do the remodel, I literally see the value change and I can drive that, right? And the only right. limiting factor in the beginning is just what you're willing to hustle around. And it's like, all right, I'm gonna double down. Like I can go to the meetups, I can flip stuff, like let's do it. And so that's right. just, you know, the natural progression into this space. Yeah, yeah. In the multifamily space, we say a lot of the time, um, any deficiency can be met with a vendor or partner. So look, these are big numbers, right? I mean, $10 million deal maybe needs $3 million of capital, maybe needs a $7 million net worth, just to be blunt about it. And um, those aren't small numbers, but uh, they're they're achievable with a team approach. And that's what's that's one of the coolest things. These deals are big enough. If you and I are flipping a house and we're hoping there's 20K profit at the end and that turns good, into good luck, yeah. 12, five, <laughs> you know, and we're splitting 6K a man before taxes, you know, you're going, well, that wasn't real exciting. But the multifamily deals are big enough to facilitate these partnerships and the amount of cooperation that you see in general, I think in multifamily the last couple of years is pretty cool to see. No, it's huge. And I think that was for me, at least the, the best switch in my mind from like the tech world into the multifamily kind of real estate space is it's way more collaborative. Like in right. multifamily, it truly is a win, win, win sport, right? You're yep. like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build my team. I'm gonna go lock down this deal. I'm gonna get my cash flow. So, you know, everyone gets paid and kind of wins in the end. And at the same time, I'm gonna make San Antonio over our mat a better city because I'm, you know, making residents happier. I'm improving, you know, spending the money, I yeah, mean, right? Like you're yeah. making the investment in the city. And that's why I like to see, it's like, man, it's one of the only kind of jobs, if you will, like air quote that one that you can have that's by the end of it, not only have you paid yourself and paid your investors back, you've also made the city a way better place. It's like, man, there's right. not, I don't think there's anything else that does that. It's a really rewarding spot to be in. Yeah. hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. One of my favorite things about this business, I always felt in my <clears throat> corporate roles that there was uh, it's kind of a zero sum deal yeah. where, if we're winning, somebody's Somebody, losing. Yeah, somebody lost the deal, right? It's like, you gotta beat somebody. It's super uh -huh. cutthroat, right? It's just, yeah. you're always trying to just, you know, stay afloat where this is. No, man, it's like, it's a, everyone's getting paid on the team. We all bring different parts. It's The deals are way too big. No one's doing these alone. Yep. So it's, a, no, okay, come on, come co-GP. I need a KP. You, you need a list. There's, you know, there's a list of stuff you gotta go check off. Yep. And it's like, and on top of that, you're investing back into where you're at, which is, you know, a huge reward either way. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you were in a lot of cases, I mean, you've got investors all over the place, but a lot of times you're taking capital from individuals in San Antonio and we call them families in our yeah. office. Like, Hey, there's, there's 50 families in this deal. There's 80 families in this deal. And they're, they have an option through this vehicle that, um, they, I mean, a lot of the investor conversations are like that too. Like, why yeah. did anybody show me this? I'm 50 years old and I'm <laughs> like wealthy professional and this is the first time i'm dipping my toe into this and i think a lot of times it's you got to know a guy yeah. right or or a gal or whatever you just kind of have to be introduced yeah. to it but once that happens um it's just like opens up yeah. a whole new world for people on the passive side too not just the operator side yeah, absolutely i think that's the trick right it's the more that we can just show folks hey this is the option where you can go and, and even if you say i love the idea of you know expanding the passive side of things too because you might say look GP is great, but like, I don't really know if that's too much for me. Great, start passively. And then if you stay there, great, you know, still in the space, you're still helping make a difference, or you're like, yep. hey, you know what? I bet I can GP one of these. And sure. you kind of build your way up. So it gives you that avenue where you can kind of, you can pick your involvement in the beginning, which is pretty rare, I think, in the investment space. It's not like you can jump into the stock market and say, hey, well, ugh, you know, I'm only going to buy bonds and maybe that'll work out. It's like, ah, not really, man. Like, but in the investment space of real estate, for multifamily in particular, you can say, look, I know where I can play. I can jump in passively. And then I can scale that up. There's an obvious kind of exit space for higher returns. If I want to put in a little bit more work and you can, you know, pace out how much you want to give. Yeah. I love that too. There's kind of three 
you know, stages or steps or whatever, passive investment, lowest barrier to entry. You want to get educated and meet some good operators. But beyond that, you're not doing anything yeah. on the deals. That's getting a check. That's right, a, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's writing a check and getting a check. And then there's kind of that co GP step yeah. where you're not responsible. You're not Atlas holding up the whole world, <laughs> but you are responsible for more, but you can do that maybe with a job. You mm -hmm. can do that with other stuff going on. And then there's kind of the third tier of like, all right, I will be Atlas. The buck yep. stops with me. I'm going full time. I'm going to run right, this yeah. deal, full time focus, uh, all the stress and headaches. But yep. then the compensation is, yeah. is, is, you know, uh, aligned with that to where, you know, we're talking like life changing yeah. wealth potentially through, you know, volunteering to do all the, yeah. you know, heavy lift and, and anywhere in between, they're, they're all good spots, right? I mean, you want to, you want to run a deal and work your way up to that. That's great. That, that's where the most rewards are and the most work and skill. Should be, right? you know, most reward, yep. you know, most work. You know, yep. kind of how it correlates and then there's kind of a, that co GP spot. Some people hang out there and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And then some people are in, you know, I know, I know people in 50 passive deals and every month they've got another deal selling or refinancing and they're just, you know, they're just to collect it for you. 50, you know, 50 yeah. checks, 50 deals. That's yeah. You're good. just rolling over money yeah. at that point and doing whatever the hell you want with your time, which is <laughs> not a terrible spot either. If that's yeah. what you want. No, so kind of a something for everybody there, which is, yeah. which is cool. Um, man, let's talk about markets. So San Antonio yeah. is kind of where we, you know, starting point for, for Ruben and I, and for, for you and getting connected and it's kind of grown, uh, what's well, grown a lot there. We've got a lot of deals here, a lot of, uh, members here, a lot of, um, traction on these oh, these yeah. monthly meetings and stuff but now we're in houston as well right so we're you know growing, growing in houston you know we're, we're selling out there too which is wild so i yep. think one of the it, one of my favorite things to be able to say you know if you don't get your ticket to our meetups a lot of times you can't go so as much as you know i think other folks are like hey artificial scarcity you gotta you know sure sign up so, you know like we will literally just did not like our vendors just say look there's too many people like we are yeah out. uh so it's great, great. to have that oversubscribe right you know yeah. it's always good right so it means it means we got to go to more places so that's kind of the, the next one's on our radar you know we're Hoping to have our, our Austin meetup launched, you know, by the end of this year, if not early, uh, Q1 and next year. And then we're going to be in Phoenix as well. You know, we've got a few other spots on the market. You know, we have, you know, if you essentially look at a map and see, you know, where's the best place to go invest in multifamily, we're probably going to end up in those cities, right? We're looking, right. At, looking at Tampa, looking at Nevada, all over, you know, the Texas Triangle. Yep. Um, but a lot of it is being driven by, you know, demand from people that meet us, right? They're like, hey, yeah. like, how do I get involved with you guys if I'm in, you know, this state? Or what do I do if I'm way over here? Uh, which I think is a, a great kind of expansion point for us because the wider our network can be is, you know, just like you said earlier, right? You don't have to live where you're going to invest. Right. Right. So if we've got a bunch of folks, hey, we've got a huge network in San Antonio. Great. Guess what? They're doing a deal in Dallas right now. You know, so we're like, okay, great. Let's go do a meetup in Dallas and show people like, hey, this is possible all over the place. Whether or not you just want to learn more about it or you want to invest all across the country. The, the best way to do it is just go learn for free, right? There's no, yeah. that's the best part I think about our meetups is, hey, even if you don't do it with us, great, you get the, you get the nugget, you get to meet the people, you still get to go kind of have all the benefits. And if you yep. say, hey, you know what? I wanna deep dive this, great, do it through AE or you know, just go take a crack at it. You've learned something either way. And I think that's our biggest goal is just exposure. Like, let me show people this is possible. Yeah, just really just exposure. And what I found is people kind of, um, if they've got a taste for it or desire for it, they'll they'll start running down the, the trail to pursue this. Yeah. Um, if they want to opt in. And so it's kind of cool. Like the community we've built seems to be like all people that are no. really just self opted in. No. Nobody, you know, nobody's was talked into this thing or whatever. It's like, it's people that 
really want to go for it. They understand they're pushing the fast forward button by getting around like-minded people. And man, that's what we want to work. We want to yeah. work with people that are that are capable to do this and excited and motivated to go do it. No, hundred percent. And we're actually kind of choosy, so I think we kind of pride yeah. ourselves on the fact that you know we we won't let you pay for the program if we don't think you're a good fit. Like we're not yep. we're not hurting for dollars. It's like oh, like let's twist somebody's arm and really get them in and you know get their you know to, no. We want a truly life changing experience, right? Like one of my biggest like side you know KPIs internally is like man, I want to know how many folks have been able to quit their job. Huge KPI. Through AE, right? Yeah, I think right now we're at three. So it's like which is a huge for you know two years of huge. existence. That's a massive change, right? Imagine yep. you know two years later, like all right, I'm done working. I'm doing this full time. Yep. Right. So it's in order to do that and have that kind of environment, you have to have folks that are really committed to this. Right. So it's man, that's what we want to make sure. It's like hey, come to our meetups. You know, if you're super excited, and you want to keep going. All right, maybe you know check out some of our other programs, do some of our weekends. You know, check out some of our free courses. It's like, no, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. It's like, all right, man, if you're super in, let's do an interview and make sure you're ready to roll. Right. Because you have to, you know, there's 60 other people in here that are like-minded trying to get deals done. So you got to be, you know, ready to roll. Like it's, it's yeah. not a, you can't just sit around and, sh you know, it's not a, hey, I'm going to sign up and just sit back and get rich. Like, no, dude, this is a, a uh, you know, you can get, you know, very wealthy, very quick, but you got to put in the work. It's not a, right. you know, it's not a free scheme, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if you got a bunch of capital to deploy and you want to meet some operators and place capital yeah, with them, right, that yeah. is that yeah. is pretty, you know, that, that one's a little more do. simple, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as an operator, 100%, like anything, worthwhile. There's yep. there's work to it. But again, we're not reinventing the wheel. Housing's not going anywhere. Yep. Um, and that's, uh, that's, that's why we like the models. It's really cool going to the other cities and seeing, you know, getting to meet new folks and have... The camaraderie and back to kind of the, the social uh, mm -hmm. nature of just humans, you know, it, you're going to be social around something. Yeah. For a lot of folks, that's family and work, yeah. neither of which they chose. Yeah. And a lot of times it's the crabs in a bucket deal. Yeah. You know, you start to <laughs> ascend or what is it? Tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, you know, you poke just... your head up above and boom, that's it. And so it, to your point earlier, it's really hard to break out of the orbit of, you know, our conditioning, our training, maybe a W-2 income. That's yeah. a very, there's a lot of gravity yeah. to I that. Mean, that's set in stone. That's a mm -hmm. hard mental barrier to say like, hey, I don't know if this is for me. Right. No. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's hard to break out of that. But the key to that, I think, whether it's apartment educators and multifamily, whether it's business stuff. I mean, I've been in CEO and business coaching groups for years and it's, it's just to have peers that understand yeah. where I'm at you know, in a way that my family at home doesn't, in a way that my employees can't. No, you, you got to connect with like-minded people. Yeah. I think it's that like under, you know, that desire to, I always say, you know, you want to aspire to excellence, right? And there's, there's only so many folks in the room that are like, hey, I want to like change the planet before I'm off it. And some folks say, hey, I just want to be along for the ride. And, and yep. there's nothing wrong with that. But nope. if your goal is to, you know, you know, when I'm out, I want to make you know, this place different than, you know, how I left it. And it's like, I mean, you got to be surrounded with folks that are also trying to do that. Because that, that is a way harder track record yep. to life. But man, it is so rewarding. Uh, but you have to meet those like-minded people. And I think that's why you see even AE, you know, we did a big social event in the Bahamas where it's just, hey, even when you're relaxing, come do that with folks that are like, you know, doing deals. They and get so, it. Yeah, yeah, and get it. And they're like, hey, here's why we're relaxing. Here's why we're, here's what we've been up to. And you kind of, those conversations are just at a whole nother level than if you just like, you know, go to the bar with those guys, you know, night and day, go to the bar with like, you know, probably your old college buddies, right? Sure. It's, it's just like, oh, they, you know, they're focused. Like no matter what, they're always focused on something. I think that's just, that's how you, you know, that peer group is so critical to really drive differences. Yeah, 100%. I've been interested, even like, let's say, um, my neighbors, and I'm not picking on anybody. I got great friends in the neighborhood, but we don't talk about this stuff. No. We talk about golf or just, you mm. know, random other stuff, but we're not. And and those guys have the wherewithal, mm. right? You know, to, to, to be doing this stuff, they're just not 
hadn't found it, not no. interested. So even within like that kind of group, it's, it's still different, but you know, you get around a group of folks that are like really on the same page with some of this stuff. And I, I was talking to a guy uh, earlier on a podcast that I was on today about entrepreneurship really being a ve vehicle for personal development. Yeah. Right. And so it just kind of attracts that person that is excellence minded, right. wants to improve their situation. They just need a vehicle to put that desire into. And this is the vehicle. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that one of the things that always kind of has resonated with me for entrepreneurs is if you look at, I forget the study. I think it's the economist looked at, you know, on average, the typical CEO consumes 52 to 60 books a year. Yeah. Right? And, and they kind of deep dive that a little more. Right. And they're like, okay, well, why did this happen? And it's all about, there's people that rise to the very top that are the reason they do so is this constant desire to develop and learn, develop and learn and execute. Right. What can I learn? What can I learn from this? You know, and how do I put it to my life? And I think it's, if you look around, I think it, you know, real estate for me is like, that's a very common peer group where it's all these folks are like, okay, what do I learn to do these deals better? Right. What do I learn to like be this player on the team? Right. It's because it's a big team sport, right? Multifamily is just, there's a lot of roles, but you have to know a little bit about everything. And it's that constant development. And I think it's just, that's why it attracts those a very certain type of person who's willing to say, look, I'm going to put in the work, but I'm also going to put in, you know, the offline work, if you will, where it's like, I have to develop as an individual to figure this stuff out. Yes. You know, and that's, you know, that's just a different, you know, type of personality. But if you surround yourself with folks that are all doing that, you know, suddenly it's, it's your normal. Yeah. And I think that's what, you know, that's what makes this possible. It's like change what you think is normal and figure out, you know, who's doing the stuff you want to do. That should be your normal. What are right. they doing every day? Because right. that's what you got to replicate. Yeah. And, and it's possible to transform too. And it's definitely not like anything that you're born with. I think a lot of yeah, it's just function of peer group. I mean, we've seen people go from W2s to, you know, doing deals and having a social media presence that people that were not like, no, they, didn't, they didn't have a Facebook. When yeah. They right? it, you know, to, yeah, yeah. to like people like losing weight and getting no. in shape because they're like getting their priorities together. No. It's like, has all these ripple effects that are that are pretty cool to see. Yeah, I think it's interesting too, because you, you see that ripple into to other, like fitness a lot or, or other pieces where it's, hey, it's amazing what you can do when you have to sit down and do a goal setting exercise. Right. Because suddenly if, if you're saying, look, man, I wanna I want to read more so I can you know dive into multifamily books. I mean, uh, I have to block off time out of my W2 because I wanna make sure I can make sure to go to these meetups. Suddenly your day has a very strict schedule. Right. And then it's like, all right, well, I gotta follow the schedule. And then you can build better habits because you're naturally just you know writing it down. And if you take the time to invest in yourself, suddenly all the ripple effects spread out to your family, to your fitness, to your health, to everything. All yeah. just because you're like, hey, I took the time to say, look, I wanna focus on this. Right, right. And it's really cool to see people too when they start having success with this. Um, you know, a lot of it kind of puts the priorities of what they're doing into perspective. I mean, the money's great. That's definitely a piece of it. Time freedom's great, yeah. but health and family too. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you can't have uh, money success and be a failure at those other things yeah. and call that a win. No, not at all. So it's, it's kind of, uh, it kind of impacts other, other areas of life. Well, let's talk about, so we're talking like a Q3 2022 right now. Um, you know, people are still doing deals. Debt markets are a little wonky. The Fed's been super aggressive that, you know, eventually that normalizes. Um, we don't have a crystal ball around that, but you know, what do you think kind of for the next year ahead for apartment educators? Yeah, that's right. We are, you know, a lot of growth on our kind of, kind of trajectory, I would say, especially with the way, because we get a lot of questions now about, hey, with the Fed and rates, you know, of my course. biggest, biggest thing I say now is it is the perfect time for education, which is why I think right. AE is in such a good spot. We're like, hey, if you're uncertain where you want to put your money now, great. Come apartment educators, learn like how people are doing it. And that way, when stuff normalizes, you're ready to go. You're not, yeah. you know, but if you are waiting to get ready to go, by the time this is all normalized, you're behind everybody else, right? So first, you know, get, learn what you're doing now, be it us or just getting, getting through books, start doing that. And then for AE, what we're doing is just city expansions, right? So we're in 
three cities right now. You know, I think we did one conference or maybe two conferences last year. Uh, 2023, we're trying to be in at least 10 cities. You know, we're going to events at least once a quarter. You know, yep. you're just going to see a lot more of us. Um, and we're also revamping our passive program completely, right? We want to make sure that all of our members who are finding these deals have, you know, a lot more capital at their, you know, at their disposal where they can sure. say, look, hey guys, we're doing a lot more deals. You know, great. You know, if you want more deals, sign up for our passive program. You know, you'll get them to your mailbox and let's talk about it, right? It's all about just growing that community. Um, so it's just going to be we're in a lot more spots. Um, I think the other thing we're trying to tackle is, you know, a lot more member-focused events. Right. Um, where, you know, people always say, like, hey, like, you know, why do I join AE? And it's like, oh, well, go meet a member. It's like, all right, well, kind of flipping the script there where it's, hey, no, we're going to members and showing you their stories and what they've done. Right? Right. We're going to do some digital property tours coming up. So, you know, be on the lookout for those. But it's it just to show people that, hey, this can be done, you know, by your average person. Right. The people that are buying these, you know, big multifamily 200 door properties are not, you know, they just walk up one day with, oh, you know, I've got you know, 20 million in the bank. Let me just buy this. No, it's, sure. it's a whole bunch of people doing a team sport and getting this thing done, right? And I think just showing folks that this is a lot more achievable than they think, you know? And instead of just being our, you know, if we're kind of a boutique firm in Texas right now, like we're gonna be all over the country in 2023. So super excited. It's gonna be a busy year for us, but it'll be a lot of expansion in terms of where we're at. Yeah, super exciting. The network effect from that just gets so it's powerful. Yeah. Gets so powerful. That's, that's really exciting. Um, well, Nick, it's great to have you on. Awesome kind of introduction here for yeah. people that haven't met you. Get get a little little learn uh, learn a little bit about your story. Excuse me. Um, if they want to connect, learn more about you about apartment educators. What's the best avenue? Uh, absolutely, two great ways to do it. If you want to learn more about apartment educators, check us out on all of our social platforms. Where it's at apartment educators. If you want to learn about me, which is you know going to be a lot more you know essentially content about apartment educators too. It's just at Nick Honiger, so just my name. So either way, either apartment educators or Nick Honiger, but you know, give us a like and subscribe if you will, uh, and come check us out. All right, we'll see uh, at a city near you in 2023. There so look, look forward to, to uh, getting around the country uh, some more next year. Awesome, yeah, sure. well, thanks so much for having me. You know, excited to be here, you know, kicking off the, the one of the last podcasts in the space. And yeah. See where, we, uh, see where we go from here. Yeah, it might be one of the last ones. We'll have a, a new setup here soon. So Nick, thanks for coming on. It was awesome catching up, man. No, anytime, man, this was great. All right. Appreciate Thank you for listening to the DJE podcast. For more information, please go to djetexas.com.